everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Power Athlete Radio. Former NFL player and teammate of John's, Kyle Turley, believes that the cannabinoid system has everything to do with your recovery, so much so that he's dedicated his post-pro career to the advancement and development of science-based CBD and cannabis supplements. After having received a myriad of pain pills and anti-anxiety medications while playing football, Turley was left with worse symptoms than he started with. All of this led him to his research in an alternative solution. While Kyle's experience playing and suffering in sport was nothing short of life-altering, he tells the crew that there is no dream like playing in the NFL and he would do it all over again. The only guest who actually sings his own intro on Power Athlete Radio, country rock star, athlete, and vocal cannabis advocate, Kyle Turley. Here's episode 322. Nation. What's happening? It's that time again for another episode of the Premier Podcast in Strength and Conditioning. Ing. Ing. It's like gingivitis. Gingivitis. The gum disease known gum disease known as gingivitis. Remember those, those you seen, I don't even know if gingivitis exists. Uh, there was Listerine commercials about it. Uh, there's gingivitis. It's you know, redheads. Was that a joke? No, that's a South Park. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> you mean they use that one on South Park? Are you just Big saying time. that South Park makes fun of gingers? Oh, mm-hmm. no, they do both. Uh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. And on this lovely day of episode, what number is this going to be? One million. Do we have uh, 322? Wow. I am sporting the official power athlete, ing, ing, ing. I don't see a penguin on there, though. T-shirt. Is there a penguin on there? Not yet. We know who you are, penguin. Yeah, we figured it out. Pre- Premier penguin, ing, ing, ing. And if you don't know what we're talking about, people, there is an Instagram account being ran by someone who we know. Premier penguin, ing, 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 is what it's called? Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Premier penguin, ing, But ing. They, they're basically our hype man. They're like the hype man at the party that just follows us around. It's like, yeah, fucking. Really bad at Photoshop. Yeah. yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Well, let's talk about uh, what's new in Power boom, Athlete boom, boom. Nation. What are we doing at HQ, Tex? We are gearing up for another semester of the Power Athlete Methodology. So we've reached our 10th. Wow. Oh, yeah. Over two years strong and, and loving every minute. I did have a, a comment in this last semester. So we in within it, we referenced different podcast episodes that we had influencer on to help kind of have a long form for solid points that we get mm-hmm. and in it is Ron McKeefery. So one of our first episodes with McKeefery. And so this was a number of years ago and now we just had a recent episode in our now on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So the person went in there and was like, uh, I don't understand the ing 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 <laughs> and then spoke on his, I guess, enjoyment of Ron McKeefery's discussion. But then I guess missed the bullet point in which we reference in the book. And I was like, man, you got to go back. We, mm-hmm. We've been doing this for a long time. The podcast has been around longer than the, the methodology course. Correct. But um, what about ing, ing, ing? How long has that been around? <sighs> Great. Oh, that's no, in Texas. That's no, homework. Because you got uh, the soundboard where we could do oh, the, yeah. uh, the echoing uh-huh. in your and, kitchen. And then the problem was we were doing the echoing and then you weren't there and Tex didn't know how to do the echoing. So we just did ing, ing, ing to mm, pretend the it echo. It worked. Yeah. And it stuck. And the fact is, the ing, ing, ing is actually the echo machine. But we ing. fake. We fake it, right? It. So, Tex, what is the Power Athlete Methodology course? 
Well, we, we've taken a lot of John's experience in training at the peak performance that is the NFL, along with our guest, Kyle Turley, today, and distilled it down into applicable information for any coach at any level. Mm-hmm. Well, we also did teach 200 seminars around the globe. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. And all that information that was taught in the seminars, I think what we found was that when people showed up to our old CrossFit football seminars, they were ill-prepared or not uh, didn't have the foundational information and knowledge to absorb the information. So it felt a lot like drinking from a fire hose. And that was a comment we heard for years. Like it's so much information, uh, you know, how do I digest it? And I think what we looked at was this idea of putting together a methodology course that provided all that foundational information so that if you actually did show up to a power athlete course, you would feel like you could hit the ground running and not just getting fucking pounded back by the waves. And dive deeper. And not, it, it is an online at your own pace course, which pre- presents the opportunity for you to apply to your athletes, absorb, think about this, write down your thoughts, come back to it, and see how your athletes are affected over this over time versus two days where we are hitting on every single thing is an important bullet point. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to grasp and conceptualize one thing, you may miss 10. Sure. Yeah, and if you got a guy there or gal who's asking questions who is pretty switched on and it starts to take the whole discussion even further yeah. away from your comfort zone, then, like, you really get fucking lost, which happened quite a bit. Yeah. There'd be some oh, switched yeah. on people that well, show up. Well, I mean, um, you know, I mean, how many times did we go teach a seminar and, uh, you know, we get in there and all of a sudden we realize that there's people that have been following the program for years that had been, you know, devout disciples of... Uh, you know, this style of training that we've been using and really just working within it. And uh, I think they would show up and they wanted a deeper dive and they wanted information. And then even the people that were just cert hunters that hadn't followed our program, didn't know anything about it, thought it looked interesting and showed up and just felt like they were thrown in deep water and not able to catch up. Uh, you know, and I think the at least my deep dive dream of a power out the methodology was that the people could show up with the record, you know, prerequisite information, having read what we needed them done, had the tough conversations, thought through these things. So when they showed up, then not only the training, but the conversations could be interesting where I didn't feel like we were teaching like, oh, here's, there's three muscle contractions. And, and that was the driving force behind the course. And when we had the conversation with Ron McKeefrey on that podcast episode, I believe it's around 1.30, that was the important takeaway from him was summarizing, we want to get coaches to the point where they can learn. Yeah. And that that's a well, big driving force. And we noted in the book, we see this in strength training all the time. Um, have you done the prerequisite work that allows you to actually start your journey to get stronger? Like, yes. like, Hey, if, if I need you to back squat today, have you done enough back squats? So now where your technique is no longer the limiting factor and we can actually focus on getting stronger, challenging posture and position, you know, do you have the basic, you know, physical competency to be able to perform these at such a level to drive adaptation? And the beauty of the course, it's also weaved into what John's speaking of, of you're going to apply this program and you are going to develop as a coach as your athlete develops. Mm -hmm. So it's designed to be a synchronization. Synchronicity. Synchronicity. I was going to say symbiotic, but if you want to go synchronicity. Symbolism? Whatever sync and sim together. Like link and sync? Like space Mm -hmm. docking? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, linked and sync with you and your... (laughs) You and your bros are space talking. Uh, it starts right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, a online learning experience for five plus hours of video lecture, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 44 sections, seven lessons. Did I get that right? 
nine, nine total lessons, lessons broken down in 44, 44 sections. sections. Uh, workbook that is a f- breath of fresh air in what I consider the most boring field in the world. Um, like, I don't know how you guys just read Mel Sif. Good Easy. on you. I love it. Hatfield was a breath of fresh air because Hatfield got it. He was a bro. Why? Because he was smoking cigarettes? He's just over there hitting his vape pipe? Yeah. Well, he would have won the CrossFit Games. I, oh, hands I down. I fucking love it. Yeah, even hands the, down on the ground versus handstand walks. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Hey, if you listeners, did you know, Tex mentioned it briefly, this episode and these episodes are now on YouTube. Yes. So head to our YouTube page. And the reason I bring that up, too, is because we have one of, the, I think, the last interviews with Hatfield on YouTube as well. That was mm-hmm. fucking awesome. I believe we have the last interview Yeah, so with that's Hatfield. up there as well, on the long road with Fred Hatfield. Yeah, his, his daughter, Dr. Hatfield, com- mm-hmm. complimented. Yeah. John's interview was great. Yeah, that was great. That was when you guys just used to let me run rogue by myself. Yeah. And just, like just like going we, off the rails. Yeah, it was a crew of, like, seven people there. Like, okay, we just make sure they stay here. Make sure they don't get up and run out. Now, you know, we had to strong arm you in Hatfield. I think it was great. Uh, yeah. Academy.powerathletehq.com. That's where you can find all the information out there. Uh, we may even have a little free sample for you if you want to see what this course is all about, or we may not. You have to hurry up because uh, that may be changing. Yay, nay, maybe. I don't know. We don't know yet. Yeah, what do you think? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, is the trial course... Uh, going to be an accurate representation. I mean, ideally, we want to give people a sample so that we can kind of get them into the methodology. Um, you know, I mean, it's... Uh, I think it's an interesting way to approach it. Hopefully, uh, people can see the, you know, the value and the genius in it and want to come in and, you know, join our family. So, we'll see. That's right. It's your first step towards becoming a Block 1 coach. That is accomplished by coming out to Power Athlete Ranch after satisfactorily passing the methodology course. And then you go through your two-day coach's evaluation in the belly of the beast. Mm, the belly of the beast. We're, we're always watching, always yeah. judging. Watching, and judging. Our next one's for our current methodology students. Our next mm-hmm. one is September 13 and 14. So That's about right. six weeks away. Mm-hmm. Nice and cooled off since oh, yeah. June's test. Holy. That was a hot one. Smoke. Mm-hmm. Spicy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what also I'm excited about is our guest today. Chances are, rumor has it, symposium. I'm ho- yeah. Participation. So. Symposium 2019. Is it 2019? Yeah, 2019. Uh, Symposium 2019. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just Cutting it up, and then all of a sudden, just like on his moment stop, he pulls out his guitar and just fucking crushes it. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping to. Uh, I probably got to pull out my guitar just to play backup, so, or at least just pretend like I'm playing mm-hmm. so that at least, yeah, you know. Yeah, take the strings off. Cool. Yeah, just take the strings <laughs> off. Uh, I'm going to need you to play in B-flat. Sounds good. Yeah. I don't have any strings on this, but I'm, I'm really good at pretending. Mm-hmm. Air B- guitar. B-flat, is that a joke? Yeah. Like ah. B-sharp? Yeah. The, is there a Simpsons? The B-sharps? Or is that The fucking? B-sides. I don't remember. Yeah, just hey, I'm going to need you to be flat. Enough about us. Text. That was a joke for you. Seeing is it's about your hair. Well, that's just kind of your normal demeanor. Little bounce in that poof. Little poof in that bounce. Tess, I'm going to need you to be flat. Um, Is there anything else I do other than be flat? Mm -hmm. Oh God, damn it. God. Let's, can we start the show? <laughs> Wait, let's keep going. We're, it feels like the burn ban just got lifted. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Burn, burn ban is off? Burn ban is on. Burn ban is on, ladies and gentlemen. But this podcast is fire. Kyle Turley joining us today on the Premier Podcast and Strength and Conditioning. Ding. 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 Let's talk to Turley. Ready? Go. Well, dude, I'm stoked you got up so early today. I mean, I know you usually sleep till noon. Yeah. Watch some cartoons. Yeah. No, I, uh, you have kids. Yeah. <laughs> I just finished my, uh, uh, 
I steal workouts from all you guys, all my buddies. So I just finished my Steve Weatherford uh, 15 sets of pull-ups. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Jeez. So, yeah, been up since 5. Uh, the irony is, is that I'm up earlier when I'm using these higher doses of THC that we'll get into in the conversation, possibly. Uh, ever since I've been on those, my sleep has been off the charts, and I'm up at like 5 a.m. and just ready to go. It's the craziest thing. So, uh, like, in, I know you sent me all that stuff on the um, uh, the oil. Yeah, what was the name of the dude you sent me for the videos on? Yeah, Rick Simpson. Yeah, yeah. Rick Simpson oil. Are you still doing that stuff? Yeah, I just started another cycle. I did about a three, about a three and a half, four month cycle, and then uh, had amazing results off of that. Uh, cured my neuropathy, cured the pain in my feet from plantar fasciitis, like real crazy shit, like 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 miracle type shit. Like I, I like th this has to be one of the things, if not the thing, like Jesus was wandering around healing people with, like this. Like literally night and day shift and pain gone and uh, athlete's foot and skin uh, tags and other things have been around for like 30 years, so like disappearing. So I did that for like three and a half months, four months, and uh, I've been off it for about a month. And now I just went back on uh, like two, three days ago. Um, and I'm going to see what happens next. Who knows? Hopefully I can... Uh, uh, continue to slow the progression of this brain thing and, uh, maybe even, uh, reverse that. I got a lot of good things coming back to me. So what, uh, like, uh, take us a little bit on the journey. I mean, uh, you've obviously been on the podcast numerous times. I yeah. Mean, in case someone that yeah. hasn't heard you before. Yeah. But, um, I mean, geez. And, uh, and, uh, I mean, we tend to talk about you quite often on the podcast, so I feel like the listeners know you, but just, uh, throw us a little intro and then, um, I figured let's get in. Let's talk about as much on the cannabis and the CBD and really just kind of take a deep dive and fuck, man, let's get weird. Well, it's been an interesting journey, uh, to say the least, <laughs> but, uh, uh, the, the things that have happened have been undeniable. Um, and then the people that have been, uh, you know, helped through all this has been even just more amazing. Um, you know, it's very real. And, and, and what is, you know, would come to know about this is that we all have a cannabinoid system. Every one of us has a cannabinoid system. It's in my brain. It's in your brains. Everybody's brain has a cannabinoid. Pets, animals, uh, every mammal has a cannabinoid system. Um, and so, you know, it, it's important that we understand this because it's in the center of our brains and it controls everything. It's the number one regulatory system in the human body, as it turns out to be, uh, recognized around the world, except for in America. Um, and that, that's quite alarming. Uh, it, it should be, it is to me, it should be to everyone. You know, how, how, how can we be kept from the knowledge of one of the most important systems in our human makeup, our human body, uh, period. Uh, the, the thing that controls everything that stems to your immune system, your, your central nervous system directly. Uh, every other system is uh, systematically uh, subconnected to the, the cannabinoid system. Every synthetic medication, as it turns out, is a synthetic form of a cannabinoid. Uh, because it has to speak to your cannabinoid system to direct what it is it's trying to achieve. I've discussed this with a number of pharmaceutical guys, doctors, etc. 
you know, and again, I, I, I didn't get a degree from San Diego State, uh, and I've spoken at Harvard twice, and I sit in front of these people, and, and I'm literally returned with just a blank face, and like, this guy just spoke some like amazing truth to us, and we have nothing to say about it. Is it because uh, they? Is it because crazy. they don't? They don't teach anything about the cannabinoid system in uh, in medical school. I mean, the fact that like you're getting in there and talking about this cannabinoid system. I mean, it, it, and like you said, man, they're just throwing up these kind of ghost stairs. It's just because it, it's not discussed. It's uh, it's not really taught. It's not really used as a viable way of kind of fixing and treating and healing. Yeah, but again, it's not even discussed. That's the thing. You know, that's the thing that that it, it's just ridiculous, and it's like so crazy to think that. That uh, in this day and age, um, that the number one regulatory system in the human body with everything you're doing and you guys are doing there at, at Power Athlete, you guys are just trying to uncover every stone, uh, you know, everything out there to try and help and, and better someone's performance. Um, uh, with, with sports the way it is today, all of these things, the advancements in medicine, for this to be so suppressed and hidden is is alarming. I, I think that everybody should be calling for this to 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 take place, where the medical community, uh, you know, has to acknowledge the cannabinoid system. And when you're in your doctor's office, they need to explain to you what it is is going on with your body, and what it's going on with the majority of people's bodies is that you have an imbalance of your cannabinoid system. Things in your body are imbalanced, and the cannabinoid system begins inception at week 14 of diet of uh, gestation in a, in, a, in a growing fetus. This is a fact, and and one could argue that this is the inception of life uh, in the whole you know uh, conversation on that. End. I mean, you, you you could literally say because this is where it's the center of your brain begins. And life begins. Your spirit, your your Christ, as it uh, is is kind of talked about, uh, and then a lot of people have exposed this. So, Kyle, I guess let's go to <laughs> let's go back though. I, like we're going to dig into it, but let's just pretend no one knows who the heck KT is. Like you know, yeah. let's. I know you and we, you and John, have a history. Uh, we've been friends. We've been yeah. friends for a few years. So, tell us a little bit about just kind of career getting into the NFL. What brought you there and then kind of getting out and, and then that journey getting into what is now Nero XPF? Sure. Uh, well, you know, that's that's why I'm here. Um, at the end of the day, I, I can't deny that that's why I'm here. Uh, you know, I, I grew up a um, uh, uh, Mormon kid in the Valley of Southern California, um, you know, stayed away from drinking drugs, the whole deal. All my friends participated in all those areas uh john included and you know uh i, I mean i knew john i knew john when i was you know he's in cannabis a little bit i i used to it not even close to how i'm using it now but um uh you know here and there i still didn't drink um you know i was always designated driver 
Um, and so for me, this has been a medicinal journey and, and, and coming to cannabis through football has been completely uh, medicinal for me. Um, 100%. It was introduced to me in like my second, third year in the NFL by a Hall of Fame player who, who said, KT, I see you're struggling. I see these guys giving you all these pills. Nothing's working for you. And I know what's going on with you because, you know, we're family, we're brothers, and we all know what's happening in each other's lives on and off the field. And, um, you know, he, 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 he said, you know, hey, you, you need to try this just, just so you can see whether or not this is something I think this will help you. Um, I, I refrained because I thought that the testing, you know, standard was still just like college and it was random, but uh, it's not the NFL, uh, which I don't understand why they even test in the first place. You know, wh what's the point if you're only going to test once a year and you can just, you know, pass that test and participate in any street it's drug? Supposed uh, to, it's <laughs> supposed to set us up so that they look like they're doing something. As you know, perception is reality. Yeah. What do you mean? We're testing them. We're doing what we need to do. Congress, right. stay off our ass. It's it's crazy, you know, and 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 the, the the converse of that, the the push that they that they made on us, you know, with all of these pharmaceuticals. I, I really truly believe we were the guinea pigs in this situation for big pharma. Look at the time frame. Um, we were a perfect case, you know, for them, a perfect opportunity for them in that time in that time period to test some of the most powerful drugs that they could come up with, to manipulate the cannabinoid system now, again, and, and, and direct this healing in your body. Uh, they thought it would last, or either they thought that Armageddon would have come before then, all these crazy you know, idiots <laughs> with all this, these degrees and all their secret groups and clubs and what they're trying to do with the world, who knows? Um, uh, they, they might have thought, oh, we're going to end by then, like, just like every other crazy era of government and uh, you know, time period that we've had in our country where it just seems like these, these individuals that have uh, the ability to control society and dictate what we use for our food, for our nutrition, for our health. Um, you know, they used us. They used the NFL un undeniably. Uh, I, I could get as many as I wanted from anybody. I mean, doctors were just, you know, unloading this stuff. Uh, uh, Viox, uh, you know, was on the market, took off. I, I feel like we need like a moment of, uh, of like, um, what's the word? Like, a, like take a moment of silence for Viox. Because, yeah, man, right. <laughs> dude, they used to give us this Vioxx, and, like, it, it was the craziest thing. they give you one of these, and it was kind of like, uh, like I, I've told you guys about the Tordal shots, but, man, that Vioxx, like, uh, like you'd, you'd roll your ankle, you'd hurt your knee, you'd do something, you'd take, like, Vioxx for, like, two days, and all of a sudden, everything was, was better, and it was gone, and I was like, oh, my God, dude, this stuff is, like, magic. Like, same day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it was unbelievable. It was like the Tordal shot at the end of the season. I mean, I only took Tordal at the end of the season, but, man, there were guys that were, like... KT, you remember seeing guys taking turtle shots in preseason? <laughs> I did them all the time. Every did you time. really? You know, I, I was just talking to Stacy about them uh, the other day. I was like, I was just sitting there and I'm going, these guys are doctors and, and, they, and 32 of them, 32, every day, every Sunday uh, of an NFL football season are going to, and I think this still exists, where they sit in an office, 32 of them, these educated people, knowing that, you know, this drug has caused uh, a, a ton of damage to our community and our bodies, uh, let alone they should not be administering this to African-American players uh, at all. Uh, number one uh, uh, warning on Tordal is uh, uh, if you have a you know, heart, heart condition or risk of heart disease, uh, number one cause of death in African-American males, 
heart disease. And uh, that's where I've come to understand the, uh, you know, John Mackey, Mackey White benefit that they just came up with in the NFL a few years ago. That's what that's addressing. Reggie White didn't wake up. My boy Norman Hand didn't wake up. Uh, Kevin Mitchell uh, didn't wake up. A bunch of guys, you know, John, uh, these guys are not waking up. My bu good buddy Jeff Chase, I don't know if you remember him. Yeah. Um, big Jeff Chase came out, you know, he did prison time, came out reform, played in the NFL, played 10 years in Arena League. Uh, he just died on Father's Day, stopped breathing. What? You know, uh, wait, uh, wait, Big Jeff? I mean, like, yeah, big, yeah, Big Jeff died on Father's Day, man. You mean uh, Big Jeff? Was, you mean Big Jeff yeah. with the the one we know? Yeah, man, Big Jeff. Yeah, passed away on Father's Day. Just stopped breathing. His wife said, uh, uh, "You know, these things are happening to our community. It, these are undeniable statistics that are above national averages." And so you have to look at where it comes from, you know. And that's why I'm here. That's what brought me here. You know, is that's that journey. I mean, it's it's a crazy story. People can't believe, it, especially in this day and age. You're like. No way does that exist. It's like telling somebody, uh, you know, you know, taking somebody to the south from the west coast nowadays and hearing the N-word constantly and everybody's cool with it. And you're going, what the hell is going on around? You think you're in time warp. And that's how playing in the NFL was. And, uh, um, you know, you know, so so be it. You know, we 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 willingly and, and uh, you know, if they would have told me, like, like, I don't know. I mean, if they would have told me that you're going to have all these diseases potentially, I, I can say, honestly, uh, I, I could have just chose Slayer and ammonia caps, um, you know, and just stayed with that. Uh, I didn't need all those. They really pushed those to us. Yeah, um, they did. I didn't need, I, I, I'm not, I'm, I haven't taken a pill in five years. Uh, not one aspirin, not one a lead. So, you know, I, I've got so much, I've had so many injuries. The pain was so severe and I've not just dealt with the pain. I've cured these these unbelievable painful diseases. This neuropathy was taking over my legs uh, to the point of I, I mentioned it on this show. I, you know, as soon as the prosthetics come out, I'm chopping them off. Like as soon as they're permanent, and I don't have to wake up in the middle of the night and go, "Where's my fucking legs?" <laughs> you know, if they could just stay on all the time, I would totally have gone. And now I'm like, no way. I got my feet back. Fuck that. Let's get back to the gym. Yeah. You think yeah. it was the back that was causing the neuropathy or what do you think it was causing it? No, I just think that the breakdown of my nerves over time, you know, of the constant pounding uh, on your feet, I blew both my plantar fascia tendons out, um, you know, playing ball there. I was, I've been wearing orthotics constantly. When I don't wear my orthotics, uh, you know, everything gets just totally screwed. Um, I, I couldn't, you know, wear sandals at all to the beach anymore. I couldn't go surfing. I couldn't walk from my truck to the water and, and go surf. And then I'd be just gimping back to my truck after surfing because my feet would be so sore. Um, uh, just like walking on glass. Anybody that's got neuropathy knows exactly what I'm talking about. And that started creeping up my legs, um, diagnosed with that. And and was, uh, suffered. I went through a whole junior college season of football coaching, uh, uh, couldn't do it anymore. Uh, I had to stop, you know, doing my camps and stuff that I do for kids. Um, and you know, really limiting that now I, I, I'm like trying to get everything back again, you know, because it, it's like, I have this energy because I don't have this pain anymore. Um, I mean, to the degree where I'm just sitting here going, I'm training all these guys all the time. And they're all saying, Hey, coach, you still got it in you. And I'm just like, I kind of do. Like, I, I really feel like I do. I, well, I, you never lose it. This bad brain injury where I, I, I honestly know that 
you know, more hits to the head's not going to help me. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, we're conscious of that now. Um, uh, and the heat factors and all those things, they really, this brain injury is for real. Um, but physically, oh my goodness, man, uh, unbelievable change. If I could take what I have back with me, I've played for 20 years and you would have too. Uh, and all of our guys would have, uh, because, and that's, what's going to happen. You're going to see that in sports. You're going to see longer careers because of cannabis. Uh, and, uh, because the nutrition and training and all that stuff's there, you guys have already got it. there, And, uh, now it's just been missing that one component, you know, that, that cannabinoid system that protects your body and your brain, you know, it, it's an unbelievable guard against any diseases and all these things, uh, that are trying to attack your immune system. And it is the only patented substance in the world that is a neuroprotective. Not, not one other patent exists in the world for anything on a neuroprotective side, but cannabis. Uh, and that's just, uh, you know, uh, speaks again to the cannabinoid system and, and that they need to expose that. They need to talk about it. It needs to be discussed at all the fitness, uh, uh, you know, symposiums, uh, Bauer Athlete, uh, CrossFit, everywhere around here, man. The fitness world should be uh, exposing this the most because it has everything to do with your performance uh, and recovery. So, Kyle, what, go back to then when you first started experimenting with CBD uh, and, like, I guess just on the, the, the verge of when – I guess it was near armor, but now Neuro XPF started to launch. Like what brought you into that loop and, and what was your experience there? Well, I had the personal experience with CBD, um, you know, cause I had the opportunity to try it. I, you know, I, I found what I found in cannabis through trying strains through going to the dispensaries. You know, I got to California. I was at a loss. I was on Soloft, Depico, Wellbutrin, Vicodin. Uh, Kyle, Kyle, this is when yeah. you were, so, so KT was in Tennessee and, uh, you know, he was living out there with his family and his wife. He was dealing with the NFL who was uh, you know, prescribing him every psychotropic drug they could probably write a script for uh, to him. And I remember, you know, Kyle being like, dude, uh, all this is going to do is lead me into the fucking grave. And you just picked up stakes and came out to California and really started kind of getting into the, the medical marijuana and the cannabis and searching for your strain. Like in there. Yeah. And that, that was the deal we did on Vice, right? And there it is. That's the cliff notes, man. I mean, ultimately, you know, I, I, the big pharma had its run. I knew it was coming to an end, um, you know, in every way. Uh, <laughs> the NFL hotline exists because, uh, you know, I needed a number to call. And uh, I got in touch with Mike Dick and said they needed to have that. And that was right after Junior did uh, himself in. And uh, that was a real tough one for all of us that knew him. Yeah. Um, you know, and how, and, and, and all of us looking for hope going, this guy's 19 years in uh, first ballot hall of famer. Like he's got zero regrets. You know, like I, I'm sitting here going, I need to play him one more year. You know, I need to make the pro bowl again. I didn't get, you know, all the accolades I, I wanted to get, you know? Uh, and here's this guy who, you know, I went to his, you know, uh, you know, shop with the jock deals when I was in college, you know, I was at San Diego state and I got to see this enormous personality, uh, up close to personal man. And, uh, then to have the career that he had and to have that happen. And, you know, uh, knowing that, uh, where he was, you know, and I, 
and now I'm, I'm at that age, you know, and I understand a lot of those things of what, you know, he was going through and all these other guys that, that, uh, have gone that route, um, you know, on top of the body and how it feels, you know, um, the, the breakdown of an NFL career physically is real. You can't deny it. You know, big John would be, uh, destroying everyone in that gym every day. If it wasn't for football, you know, uh, uh, you guys have no clue what it was, it, it, what that body was capable of doing. You have no clue. You weren't there. You know what we could do uh, was uh, unthinkable. And um, you know, and so when you have that loss and dealing with that mentally, on top of a brain disease, uh, very difficult. But these things for me became very real in the neurological side of you know, on top of all that stuff. Uh, I'm going to the hospital every month, you know, after my career almost going to the ER because I'm having vertigo episodes, you know, uh, severe migraine headaches. Uh, again, I don't drink. I didn't do anything else, drugs, nothing. I smoked a little marijuana every now and then. Uh, it, it, you know, wasn't widely available. I didn't have dispensaries to go to. It was at night, you know. It was uh, intermittently during the day, little one-hitters here and there. Uh, you know, my life has been dedicated to health and fitness and, you know, living and when you start having this decay happen uh you know you need to find an answer the answer for me was clear when i started finding these different strains and what they did uh and then i had those strains tested these strains that you know uh, uh john spoke about when i came out here cbd wasn't on the, the scene yet it was just barely a, a discussion that some of these things after I had this experience with the strains, um, which is where all this comes from, you know, these certain strains, there's different ones, there's over 300 different strains in the marijuana plant um, currently, and they're being hybrided daily uh, around the world. And uh, the opportunities in their terpenes and all of their compounds are unbelievably medicinal um, and, and can resolve so many things. Uh, everything everything can be resolved if, if there is a panacea it is it is cannabis uh it's the only thing that speaks directly to your system and In, inside of you you have uh, a chemical they call 2ag uh that was discovered and i don't know by a guy in israel who's been funded by our government for over 40 years um so, you know, that understanding, meeting that guy personally, uh, spoke with him, uh, spoke to him, uh, um, you know, really tracking this down um, and finding out after testing these strains there, these ones are higher in CBD. These are higher in terpenes. Uh, now let's get to those extractions. And, and that's where it lies. You know, that's where you can unlock this uh, Pandora's box. And uh, I, I kind of truly believe that's why they've been so against it. It, it will allow people uh, more of an opportunity at health and wellness, which uh, really disrupts the social, you know, norms that I think uh, certain people, in, in, you know, intend to continue. Do you, do you think there's going to be a point where they can almost look at it? I mean, I'm sure you can. I'm sure you got a cheat sheet somewhere. But like if somebody was having, like you said, deals with like vertigo or, you know, memory issues or this or this, that there is a specific strain to combat each individual effect? Or would you say oh, that 100%. it's... So, I've got strains I could give to you, anyone. I, I, people with light sensitivity, I tell them all the time. Uh, go look towards the sativa dominant hybrid strains, Jack Herrera, Blue Dream, uh, um, 
XJ13. These are these are these are strains that anybody in the cannabis world that's listening knows um, they deal with that. Uh, they have unbelievable benefits to ocular pressure for some reason. And as it turns out in my research and, you know, really going back and, and, and trying to find why, uh, you know, what are the coincidences and links and things? And the sativa strains are the strains they've been prescribing to glaucoma patients. You've always heard about that one person growing up that was allowed to smoke weed. You know, it was like some old lady on your block and oh. she had bad glaucoma. You well, know, you, you know, my dad, uh, yeah. my dad was a lawyer on that uh, landmark case for the lady uh, in L.A. who had glaucoma and uh, she had to grow her own strain because there was a specific strain that worked for her. And then they came yep. in and they destroyed her deal. And my dad represented her. And it was like the landmark marijuana case in California. So my dad was in on Sativa that. Sativa strains. Yeah, yep, exactly. So, yeah, it there was. Uh, I forgot her name. She was. Uh, she's pretty famous in that deal. It was in L.A. Remember where they went in and raided and like killed all of her plants and took it all. And uh, they were saying that she was dispensing it. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's pretty yeah. interesting. I mean, even though uh, marijuana, you know, is legal in California for medicinal and for recreation, shit. You sent that picture the other day where they were going in and busting up all those uh, different dispensaries. Yeah, it's it's a big. Uh, it's just a big shit show. Uh, I mean, honestly, it, it, it's a joke. And they're using their ability to, you know, um, fearmonger people into uh, California has 80% of the cities in California banned from even participating in the program. How is that possible? Uh, there's more people in California than live in Canada. And Canada has made, uh, I don't know, how, uh, almost a trillion dollars now on cannabis. Um, and uh, it the, the the world hasn't ended up there, uh, uh, you know. Uh, aside from people's perceptions of Canadians, uh, uh, there there's 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 nothing that's changed. Uh, and and you would think that a state like California would understand the benefit of that. Um, but again, more so, you have a, a you the largest union of doctors out here. You know, uh, the medical community has been calling for this, uh, you know, years ago, five years ago, uh, when I got into this uh, and really advocating for this, the largest union of doctors uh, in, in the world, uh, in California, it's like over 30,000 doctors or something like that, uh, unanimously came together to, to say that, that, you know, cannabis must be, you know, allowed and that they uh, support full legalization. Um, uh, you know, it went dead just like, uh, in Utah, the, you know, first world religion, the Mormon church, uh, put their own plan together for medical marijuana to go against the people's plan, but in support of medical marijuana, um, you know, th these things had just kind of gone on deaf ears. Uh, and, and California has just been using their funds and all of this power that they have through this recreational BS, because it doesn't exist. It, it is everyone uses this for a medicinal purpose. You might have the guy out there who's just dedicated. You know, I, I'm 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 just waking up. I don't care what it is. I'm chiefing all day. You know, maybe. But still, that guy's trying to get away from something, uh, obviously, uh, and using that as his crutch. And those who understand this as a medicine, though, understand that daily use is, uh, uh, you know paramount to your survival uh as you start understanding cbd and these strains uh but for some reason 
California has got these little conservative pockets that are hanging on to just this stupid ideology of, you know, this devil's lettuce thing that has, uh, you know, continued to scar this conversation, continued to keep uh, the number one regulatory system in the human body from even being discussed in medical school. Uh, how absurd is that? You I, mean, know? It, I mean, like it's unbelievable. It, it's got to be. I mean, um, I mean, if you think about it, like, all right, I mean, like, let's let's take like a step back and go back. All right. So you got like 50, 60 years ago. I mean, the uh, whole, you know, kind of uh, 60s kind of hippie, you know, the marijuana was associated with this kind of free love, dirty hippie, San Francisco hate Ashbury deal. And like, you know, that's the big problem. It was the, uh, you know, white women are going to smoke it and want to fool around with black dudes. I remember that big one. They said that it, it, re- it reduces inhibition in white women was like their other big one. And so they, they throw this uh, this ban on it. I mean, if you think about it, it's a better textile. So, I mean, the banning of it was helpful because then it allowed cotton instead of hemp, which to me, hemp is a, a much better deal. I was watching the whole thing about how they were making those uh, hemp blocks that are like don't retain mold and like are unburnable. You post it up on your site uh, for home construction. So, I mean, like there's all this stuff associated with it. And it just feels like, you know, and then they put it on a schedule three drug, which puts it up there with black tar heroin, um, you know, within the drug trade and the war on drugs. And it's just been kind of systematically kind of put in this same camp as like, you know, black tar heroin, methamphetamine and all these crazy fucking drugs. And, uh, you know, as I'm sure you'll say, man, like nobody's ever died from it. Um, You know, it has medicinal purposes that they've proved. I mean, what do you think? Like, I mean, is it just the systematic pushback? I mean, if you think about. Um, what happens to big pharma if all of a sudden there becomes this medical marijuana movement where now people can fix their things without going to the doctor and getting, you know, some type of pill to fix everything, like a little diet and exercise and maybe a little bit of cannabis, and all of a sudden you're uh, ahead of the game. I mean, and then what does that yeah. do to, the, to this big pharma yeah. deal? Yeah, that's that's their fear, I think, honestly. I think that's their fear. I think that's that's the whole reason why, you know, they're, they they fight so hard against this. You know, and and that, so that's that's where it's up to us. You know, I mean, if, if people truly want to have health and wellness, then they everyone has to unite around this conversation because you don't have to get high in this. You don't have you don't have to do that. That 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 is just thrown out. And when you start to understand the benefits of cannabis, you, you start to understand the benefits just alone on cannabis and how they can uh, improve the reception of every supplement that you're taking out there. Everything you go to GNC for, everything that you are putting into your body, food-wise, supplement-wise, uh, anything. Uh, the addition of just CBD alone in your diet daily will will enact gains and recovery like you've never seen before because of the ability that that has to deliver all those other things that are trying to happen in your body to the right place your body is made up of cannabis that's that's the truth like is there an effective dose like uh like let's say somebody on this podcast is like man i've uh, never tried cbd uh you know kyle stuff sounds pretty interesting i want to get into it like what would be like an effective dose for somebody like on a um you know that didn't necessarily know um, everybody's different. You know, your cannabinoid system, it, it, it's not the CBD. It's not, uh, you know, icy hot. It's not Vicodin. It's not these other things. What those are trying to do is speak to your cannabinoid system so that it can direct what it is you're trying to have, have you know, done in your body. Healing, otherwise. That's why CBD topicals work. It's not the topical. It's not, uh, uh, ours is unbelievably effective. 
best one on the market, best pain cream on the market I've ever used, period. That's why I'm doing it. Uh, otherwise, I wouldn't be doing the cream thing. Um, uh, I didn't really believe it. I tried a couple people's products. So I was like, ah, then nothing. I used a pure CBD topical uh, that my suppliers started making uh, with our CBD in it. Um, and it is unbelievable. And the reason why and the science behind that is because your body recognizes cannabinoids. Uh, you put a topical on your skin, on the pain surface area, as soon as that gets in, uh, you know, so look out for those lotions and things that are just real oily or uh, stay like a lotion, you know, for too long. Ours is just absorbed super fast, uh, like almost like DMSO uh, is the way that I, I told them I wanted it to be so it would absorb and it are, are you using uh, that, DMSO? That, that's like next level. I, I think you can mix CBD with DMSO and change the game. <laughs> uh, uh, dude, well, you know, uh, oh, DM, yeah. uh, DMSO yeah. basically takes anything through the epidermis bo uh, border. So, I mean, if you put pure CBD with some DMSO, now, now, now we'd be talking, dude. I don't know what's coming, but it's going to be good. Uh, <laughs> but, I, you know, your body recognizes these things, and, and that speaks to your brain. Your brain directs all that. So, you know, CBD for me has been a game changer. Um, I take personally 50 – we have 50 milligrams uh, gel caps. Uh, we have 25 milligrams and 50 milligrams now. Uh, I've personally found the 50-milligram gel caps three times a day for me is just a – game changer uh morning noon and night first thing in the morning when you get up and it's mct oil mixed with cbd you know so it's that delivery system uh, uh breaks the blood brain barrier also that great you know uh fatty acid that you your brain's gonna love uh to help you sustain if you're on any intermittent fasting diets those types of things i've had great experience with a you know having that mct oil opportunity with cbd being that catalyst and that driver in your system because it's very immediate you don't waste anything um it doesn't go through your digestive system um you know that could get expensive for some people um, um but if you realize that what you're eliminating after you can, you know, get to those levels. Uh, um, if you need that, that much, some people just need one a day, you know, uh, again, everybody's imbalances are different and, uh, you have to approach it that way. You know, you should start by using the minimal dose, um, um, you know, once every day for a week, uh, get adjusted to that, understand what it can do for you and then go from there, you know? So, uh, you know, every product that, that we make um, is a pure isolate CBD. It is from the same source. It is from the same plants, uh, terpenes, et cetera, everything but THC. And you can experience what CBD can do for you at the base level. It, it, if you do it for a week straight, every day, without fail, do it every day, You it will be undeniable to you of the benefit and what it does for you. And those around you will notice even more. Is there different strains of CBD or does it just have to do with the extraction process? I remember like reading something about like whole plant extraction versus partial, but I, I never really saw anything talking about like CBD strains kind of similar to what you're talking on the THC side. Uh, yeah, there is different CBD strains, um, and uh, you know those will vary in the you know levels of CBD, terpenes, etc. You know they're all different. Um, largely depends on the cultivator, you know, the environment. Uh, you know, these plants are plants, so uh, that's all important. Um, and our source is one source in Colorado. 
that uh, just got FDA approval. Uh, we have US, we've had USDA approval on our facility. Uh, the FDA now is giving approval on uh, facilities that have been doing this a long time and know what they're doing and doing it right. Um, got over about 10,000 acres in uh, Evergreen, Colorado that is dedicated to our project. And, um, you know, it's, it's allowed us the opportunity to go everywhere at any scale. And, uh, you know, we just got a new deal of like 500 shopping malls and uh, it, it, it's taking over, you know, and, it, and it's, it's because it's helping people at the end of the day. Uh, you know, th th this is something that, that has no death rate. Uh, for one, and that which is awesome, because even aspirin has a death rate. Uh, you know, all of these things out here that you're taking, even supplements that you get at GNC or Vitamin Shop, uh, have death rates on them. You know, some of these pre-workouts and all these things. Uh, CBD and your cannabinoid system balance, uh, you know, coming back to that can start giving you so much more energy and all these things uh, will work better in your body that you'll start to see, you, you can eliminate a lot of these things that are that, that you think you need. Um, and because all that those things are, are trying to manipulate your cannabinoid system. Have, have you noticed, um, I mean, obviously, geez, I've, uh, if you listen to this podcast, you've heard me say, I mean, I was, I got injured in my 10th year for the Patriots came home and had knee surgery and I was training to come back and thinking about maybe coming back and playing my 11th year. And uh, I was when actually Kyle called me on the phone and he told me you had a seizure at the, at a bar and uh, they put Kyle in the hospital and did a scan on him and found out that he had, you know, pretty severe brain damage and was some early onset Alzheimer's. And I remember you telling me that and me being like, okay, 10 years was good. And I remember thinking like, that's, I mean, that was my fucking end of my career decision was uh, that phone call that you made. Um, I know you've been dealing with that. I mean, geez, for almost 10 years now, uh, is there, you know, obviously the Rick Simpson oil and all the things that you've done, have you seen a reversal? Have you seen like, I mean, I know cognitively you feel fucking night and day better. I mean, the difference in the last five years is like, and I tell people also all the time, I'm like, I don't have to look at any study. I don't have to look at any blood work or any scans or anything just to see the way that Kyle's changed in the last five years is just, I mean, that that's enough for me, but have you seen any, like, have you personally through either testing or just any of your own documentation seen anything that's kind of done a 180 where you're like, holy shit. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, you know, I've been doing the, uh, concussion testing through this NFL thing. Um, you know, just to go through that and, and see what's, what's really happening. Um, and, uh, you know, they're saying some pretty, you know, alarming things. Uh, but I always go into those tests without my medicine and the difference is night and day. And I can just say that for the last five years, I haven't had one episode of vertigo. Uh, I haven't had migraine headaches that I can't resolve in like 30 seconds. Um, and, uh, again, five years consistently, uh, out of 14 houses prior, uh, still the only house I've not put a hole in a wall, broke a door off a hinge, um, lost my shit just completely to the point of, um, you know, life becoming not worth living and, uh, scaring the hell out of my family. Um, and so I can only attest to those things. You know, I fill my life with a number of things uh, to keep me busy, to keep my mind <laughs> expended uh, with all of this alpha energy, you know, and just like you guys, we have to get up and we have to train and we have to do all these things because if we don't, 
you know, then everybody else gets that wrath, you know, around us. Uh, it, it has to get out. And um, uh, for the last five years, I haven't had to worry about that. I, I haven't had to be concerned that, that I don't have an answer um, and a resolution. And that was something I didn't think was possible. I didn't think that that was possible when uh, they had prescribed me Zoloft. That was my third med that they tried to, you know, prescribe me for all these things. Um, and and uh, just being so desperate at, you know, something to hopefully this works, hopefully this works, you know, uh, and then it didn't, you know, made it worse. It just turns you into a zombie and makes you not give a fuck about nothing and you just don't care about anything. Well, guess what? I found a strain that I call the Zoloft of marijuana. And it does all the things that Zoloft's trying to do. I found a strain without any of the negative. You know, you don't care about things. Things don't phase you, but you care. You care about life. You care about helping the situation. You know, the reverse of what that's trying to do, just detach you from life, detach you from where you are, who you are, what's going on around you. So you just don't give a fuck. That's Zoloft. Uh, uh, J13, that's the strength. All day, every day, and nothing will fucking bother you. Um, and it's unbelievably functional on that sativa side. Uh, deals with light sensitivity, uh, mood, you know, disorders, depression, all that stuff, just out the window. You just, you're having a great day and you're not high. You're controlled. You're unbelievably in control. Those are the things that I use when I go speak uh, in front of crowds or I go do a, a show, play my music. Uh, then there's the other strains that I need for working out. Blue Dream. You want a pre-workout? Try some Blue Dream. <laughs> you will go all day. There's a reason why, you know, Arnold and those guys use that uh, in those movies, you know, that's shit. It's real. And you can have all the experiences, uh, in cannabis that you're having using all of these other things. You don't have to get high. The high part is awesome. Uh, and it doesn't have to put you on a couch and make you eat chips and, you know, uh, cheeseburgers all day. Uh, there are more people like in this world because of cannabis and healthy and, uh, more people need to understand that. So, Kyle, I've talked to friends or family who suffer from some things that I, I've heard CBD oil treats or helps alleviate, whether it's, you know, um, insomnia or trouble sleeping, a light sensitivity. And they try these products and it's like one and done, like oh, didn't work and they fucking bail. So what's what's a more appropriate uh, like consumer journey or what could be affecting uh, that individual's experience with the product? I mean, obviously, there's difference in brands. Right. But is it Wrong also, strain, is it, is it also strain. dosage? But and then no. how would they shop no, around when with it that? it comes to the strains, no, nah. In, in, in the strain world, it, it's it's immediate. You, you when you find your strain, it is it's immediate and it's undeniable. Um, and, and so for those people out there, I just tell them to continue searching, keep trying strains, know what you're using, continue to try different strains. Go through the indica side, go through the sativa side, get fucked up, have bad experiences. Nothing's going to kill you. Um, and, and you can trust that it's all helping you ultimately. Uh, some might not feel good. Some might do things you don't want it to do, but things you want it to do, uh, 
that do do really well. CBD comes into play and resolves those bad things with those so so well. Uh, you know, some strains cause anxiety for people, but resolve these unbelievable disorders. And uh, CBD now, you know, just resolving that, so people can use these strains constantly, you know, and uh, and have that medication and uh, you know, that re resolution all the time. Um, and so with, with that and trying cannabis, just keep trying it, try different to make sure you know what you're getting though and who you're using it from. There's all these opportunities. Anybody can jump on a plane, look for the quick ticket. That's cheap. Go to Vegas, get your life with your driver's license and go into one of these shops and just start trying this stuff. FAA doesn't care no more. They don't, the dogs don't look for weed no more. Uh, they're only looking for money and, and cocaine and, and bombs, really. Uh, you, you go through airports with weed all day long. So go to a state that has it legal, fly to it, and fly back, and then take an Uber home. You'll be fine. And then, you know, it, it's just unfortunate. That's why I'm really pushing for people to call for their doctors to understand this. Because just like every other medication out there, when you're prescribed, they sit there and they say, this is going to take about 14 days, two weeks to get in your system where you really start to feel the benefit. Every medication I was prescribed, they said that same shit. And that was the truth. You needed to be on it so your body would become adjusted to it. And so same with cannabis. You can start to understand these things and then continue to use it. And, and you'll find these levels, just like the Rick Simpson oil stuff that we're talking about. How it cured my neuropathy. This is the stuff that that uh, you know people are talking about all over the internet about how it's killing cancer, curing cancer. Um, and this guy Rick Simpson's got a, a list of hundreds of patients he's cured cancers uh, for. My wife, uh, her skin cancers, they don't come back anymore. And when they, uh, if they do, and they show themselves in like two, three days with this oil on a band aid covered up, gone. Uh, not ex never existed for 10 years. She had to get those cut out of her skin. It was horrible. Chemo creams, all that stuff, the knife scooping them out of her back. Uh, it was just nasty. She's got scars all over from it. And for the last five years, she hasn't had to go to the doctor once. We kill these skin cancers in like three days and they don't even really come back anymore. Uh, I, I think it's been like, I think over a year, two years now, because uh, she takes CBD now every day. So you get you can get to this level of, of the, in your system of, of balancing your cannabinoid system and and using cannabis as a medicine doesn't have to get you high. So what's what's up with this Rick Simpson oil? Because, John, you gave me a little bit of background yeah. on it. It sounds pretty interesting. Like, how'd you come across it and maybe get educate the, the listeners a little bit on it? Yeah, uh, Kyle, yeah, Kyle sent me the links, and I, I ended up forwarding them to Luke, and um, you know, because he was going through the whole like how he, I guess, makes the Rick Simpson oil, and then went through all of his like success stories, and and uh, it's pretty interesting to the point where like he actually travels some places and like will make it for people that can't get it themselves, and uh, the dude just kind of travels around and makes his stuff and has some pretty amazing results with it. Yeah, Rick Simpson oil is uh, a process that this guy developed uh, to, to really get this high concentration, um, uh, this super high concentration of THC. Um, you know, THC is the cancer killer. It's a disease killer, period. Uh, if you can elevate your THC levels in your system, you know, I mean, that, that, that to me, like, makes me you know, go back to the whole thing. Like, what, what is this whole testing for marijuana? When you understand testing, 
They can only test for THC. They cannot test for CBD. Everybody's going around going, well, what about testing? Can they test for CBD? And all these people are out here talking about, oh, we can come up with a test for CBD. No, you can't. You cannot. There's Your entire body is made up of water and cannabinoids. You, every person on earth will test positive for marijuana if they came up with a test for CBD because there's just levels off the charts, uh, uh, millions and millions and millions of cannabinoids in that human body. Um, and, and the Rick Simpson oil is this process of getting this THC concentration so high that that uh, it's like a tar substance. If you go to a shop and you want to find Rick Simpson oil, make sure that they show it to you so you can see that it's a super dark uh, tar substance because uh, it's this process of, of boiling it down, boiling it down, boiling it down, and, and extracting every bit uh, of uh, uh, the plant and, and, and all of its components, but the THC factor, and people can, uh, I, I argue that it's, uh, uh, you know, a, uh, a, a, a thing where, uh, it's, it's the proof of, um, uh, that God put this here for us, <laughs> uh, the healing powers of cannabis, um, um, you know, THC, all these things, they only come about through fire, through heat. The only people who have been able to, or, uh, you know, things or people we know that can create fire are uh, humans and 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 so that that one you know part of it's kind of interesting to me on a on a spiritual level uh, but if you boil this down you heat this enough uh you can create this concentration of thc that's so high that a little small fleck of this stuff uh just a like a a little pin you know prick a, a tip of a, a tip of a toothpick um, will, will put you on the ground if you haven't used this before. And, um, uh, the process is continue to use it, build the tolerance, continue to increase your dosage to as much as tolerable so that your, your system, uh, your, your THC levels are just off the charts. Um, obviously you can't do this if you have to pass drug tests. Um, um, but once you, you consistently use this, you can get up to using amounts that would put a, a horse down. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm working my way back up. I'm at a half a grain size of a rice, grain of rice, a half a grain size of a grain of rice now. I started out with uh, a quarter. Uh, now I'm at a half beer a few days in. I can tolerate that. And I will end up getting to taking like two full uh, grains of rice size plugs of Rick Simpson oil every night. Um, that's what I got to on my last cycle. Um, and people who know Rick Simpson oil and heard me just say that are just going, what did he just say? He's taking two full grains of rice size plugs of Rick Simpson oil every night. And that's when you don't get high. That's when you realize like your THC level can get to a point where you're unbelievably functional. I get up at five in the morning. I'm, I, my rest is unbelievably productive. Uh, get up without grogginess or uh, fog or anything, and I'm, I'm more energized than I, I've I've been in a long time. Um, and uh, and now I'm running this second test that's proven it all over again. And we'll see what happens. I mean, I can't imagine what's going to happen again. I'm really excited for it, to be honest with you. And then, so so, how long does that cycle take? 
I, I stayed on it for like, because you get to that level where you're not high anymore and you're like, I can't believe I'm taking that. And, you, and you're like, you know, you have to, to you know, go down. You have to tear it down just like you come up. You got to wean out just like a Z-Pack. I'm working on a product actually right now for that. Uh, I'm going to be opening up a uh, dispenser in my hometown, uh, but I've partnered with this group in Vegas, Shango, and um, they're national. And so I'll be able to get these products out to all the you know, states that they'll have licensing in. Um, and I'm working on a product like just like a Z-Pack. You know, Z-Pack, you get that antibiotic, and, it, and it's a slow, gradual, you know, uh, uh, inception of the of the medicine you know you get you take the low dose and it gets up to the high dose and then it brings you back down um because it has these you know the factors of withdrawal to them because it's gotten so high uh on these levels of the medicine same with cannabis same process start small get as high as you can literally figuratively and it'll that that high part will stop uh, and then you can start tapering it off. I, I'm trying to make this product, I think, you know, to be a monthly cycle, um, you know, possibly two months and, um, you know, do it in those cycles, take the time off, reintroduce it back to your system. Same as Western medicine, same approach. Cause that's what I discovered. Every one of these products that they've made is based on what they know we can do. What um so when you take the ribcentin oil in the beginning does it get you real high because I think when I watched yeah. it he talks about it like hey man you'll sleep like eighteen hours a day Ooh. yeah, yeah. you will <laughs> you you could um, I've had the exact opposite experience of of it you know, sleeping extra long you can I could totally go right back to sleep and and you know you feel good so you could but uh, those who are on it and stay on it for like lengths of time and understand what I'm talking about and get to that level. Um, I, I would like to talk to those people because the experience I've had, you know, initially, yes, you'll, you're going to go through this period of time where, man, this makes me really tired at first, you know, all these other things, but that's your body telling you, you need more sleep. You know, that's your, that's your mind telling you I need more rest and it'll catch up. And so just stay on it and increase your doses. Um, and then, you know, uh, you'll, you'll start to, you'll start to see it's, it's a time thing. You know, it's, it's one of those deals, it's a medicine and, um, uh, and, and it's very real. You know, your, your system is, if you can get these THC levels, uh, up in your system, it will start battling everything. I've my athletes, foot I had for 30 years. I mean, your listeners out here know what I'm talking about. There's having these athletes foot problems all the time. Cause you got to wear orthotics cause you blew your plantar fascia tendons out, you know, uh, you know, all these other things. Uh, you've got athletes foot constantly cause you got to wear shoes all the time. And, uh, these are funguses and things that they just don't go away. Uh, I mean, I like gangrene between my toes, uh, like on the outside of my foot, you know, for whatever reason. And, uh, uh, and, and but it makes sense now there it's gone and it hasn't come back. And, and, and so that was a fungus, a disease, neuropathy, disease, um, you know, arthritis and all these other things. Uh, I think I've done well with that, uh, also, but you know, I'm bone on bone on the majority of my joints. So it's, it's kind of, you know, it's nervy at this point. Um, more of the pain is nerve. Um, but I do feel like my joints are better. You know, I, I pop out of bed every morning. Um, my knees don't hurt as bad. You know, all these other things are just, I mean, from skin tags and warts that I had for 30 years, you know, on my body, that, that just, all of it's just disappearing uh, in that three, four-month period of time that I did the Rick Simpson oil. 
by that, uh, all these things happened. Like, uh, it was a systematic, like, this one's gone. That's gone. This is gone. That's gone. And uh, so, I'm, again, I'm looking forward to seeing what this next uh, cycle will do. I'll let you know for sure. What about you guys? What, what about us? Uh, what do they got going on in Texas? Uh, yeah. Gearing up for the symposium. Yeah, we got symposium, which, you know, Kyle has agreed generously to show up and fucking kick ass at the symposium. That's right. That's coming, man. Yeah, Ooh, December. Forward to that. Yeah, Kyle, yeah, Kyle's coming. You uh, you have any desire to maybe perform a little bit, uh, a little music? I got an idea, right? I'm hey, thinking Kyle, Kyle and I do like got a, that nice fire outside. Well, I was going to say we can do a talk to me, Johnny. And I was thinking after we like as the talk to me, Johnny's winding down. Kyle just comes out and fucking jams on the guitar as a uh, dude. Um, I'm on it. I'm still fucking tripping out. So so big Jeff fucking died, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, his old lady hit me up uh, the other day and, and said he didn't wake up, man, on Father's Day uh, to stop breathing. Fuck, man. Yeah. I, I, I texted. We, we texted probably about two months ago. I just checked in with him to see how, you know, Dank Depot and all the shit was going. And yeah, he was, he's doing great. Yeah. yeah everything was good. Was, uh, you never know. I, I connected her with uh, the folks back in Boston that are collecting all the brains. He had just started his filings on his uh, concussion, you know, deal uh, with football. And, um, you know, so I know he was experiencing, you know, all the things that, that is going around, um, you know, and that's just another one of our friends. You know, I've had so many guys that just stopped breathing, didn't wake up. Uh, it's just crazy. I don't know. What do you think it is? You know, What's that? What do you think it is? I think it's Tordal, personally. Uh, that's what I think it is. I think Tordal uh, is so bad for your heart. Um, and we are athletes, and we already have a low resting heart rate because we are athletes. Um, and Tordal is such a bad drug for your heart. And those of us that did it in frequency, Jeff didn't play a long time in the NFL, but he played like 10, 12 years in an arena. He played for the Dallas Desperados there for like – you know, I, I don't know if those the team's still around, if they're doing that at all, but uh, the city of Dallas should, uh, all your listeners around there should uh, uh, put one in the air for Big Jeff. Uh, he, he was a, a staple for the Dallas Desperados there uh, for like 10 plus years, man. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, uh, Pio Sagapolitelli, Norman Hand, Kevin uh, Mitchell, you know, Jeff Chase, uh, um, uh, there's so many other guys that I don't even know the names of guys I know that I've talked to about this that have buddies that just didn't wake up. Um, like big Reggie. Yeah, didn't wake Reggie up. White. yeah. They created that whole plan because of him, the Mackie white. That's a new plan, a new benefit. The program the NFL has, uh, in this, this whole trust thing. Um, and it's the Mackie white plan and there we go. Well, why, why Reggie white? This is for John Mackey for Alzheimer's. Uh, we get that. Uh, what about Reggie White? Um, what's that for? And that's for Tordal, uh, to my understanding, and wow. uh, their knowledge of what this has done. And there's going to be, uh, as it continues to come out, a whole nother lawsuit based on Tordal uh, that is going to uh, you know, be another multi-billion dollar lawsuit the NFL will have to face. Is uh, uh, our guy still taking toward all today? I, I think they are, you know? I mean, uh, I, I had a kid. I was Vitamin T. Vitamin T. Yeah. So you'll, you'll trip out on this. I, I, you would think that, that this doesn't happen today. And um, one of our old coaches, 
Uh, I'm not going to say it because I like the guy, uh, but this is still going on in the NCAA. And I've been training a kid uh, um, out here who, you know, out of high school that uh, you know, got a full scholarship, play O-line, and uh, he's gone to a big school. Um, and he's at this big school in, uh, in spring football this year. He uh, sprains his ankle really bad, rolls his ankle super bad, and uh, sends me a picture of it swollen, just, just black and blue swollen. Um, they shot him up with cortisone, he said, and uh, gave him a bunch of pain pills. Well, I was like, I was like, are in you, spring ball? I'm like, are you kidding me? They did this to you? In spring ball. I, they did that to me in 1996. I, you know, I, I'm like, they did this to you? I, I couldn't believe it. I honestly, I could not believe it. I, I, and, and this was the head coach, coach I know real well, he coached me. Um, it took everything for me not to call him and just cuss his ass out. You know, it took everything for me not to contact the school and the, the trainers and, and just rip into their ass. But I don't want to cause problems for this kid, you know? And um, Yeah, but spring uh, ball, I mean, dude, spring ball is worthless. I mean, like it. Spring ball. Yeah, spring ball. Like, get the fuck out Unreal. of here. Unreal. So they could get him back out there to, to continue to evaluate whether or not he's going to be a player for them. You know, I, I mean, it, it's just crazy, man. This whole medical world and these doctors need to be stopped, period. Uh, I, I, I've tried, you know, so many people have tried. You guys continue to try and, ex, you know, explain these things to these people, uh, you know, uh, and still in these doctor's offices, um, in these hospitals. I mean, go get hospitalized right now and 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 look at the food that they fucking bring you. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, to... For traumatic brain injury, go to the traumatic brain injury ward, uh, and 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 look at the food that they're feeding those people. They'll go to the stroke wards and look at the food they're feeding those people, uh, the medicines they're giving them. Uh, it's endless, you know. I mean, the the associations to, to uh, the medical field and what they've done to us um, is in the statistics. More people have died at the hands of Western medicine uh, in the last 50 years than all of the world's wars combined. How is that helping anybody? Medical Marijuana hasn't killed a soul in the history of the world. Curing cancers, curing light sensitivity, vertigo, mental disorders, uh, saving marriages, saving lives, saving you know, dads, you know, from, you know, being absent fathers. <laughs> I mean, you got to be kidding me. It's insane that this conversation hasn't taken center stage yet. Um, and I'm going to continue to just do whatever I can to, uh, to help that happen. You think marijuana's got a place, um, you know, C CBD, THC? I mean, uh, I, I honestly even think using the term marijuana is uh, is not good because it kind of puts a negative connotation on it. But like, you know, putting cannabis or you think that there's a place for cannabis in the NFL? 
It has to happen, 100%. I, what I've experienced just with Rick Simpson oil, what we just talked about, uh, you could put a player on a cycle of Rick Simpson oil, you know, using it medicinally at night only. You don't have to use it during the day, just like any other medication. Uh, you get up from taking a Vicodin at night, uh, you feel just as groggy. Uh, you feel like you could sleep forever. I can do that on Vicodin. These things in cannabis are available and they are real and they're lasting. These things didn't come back. I took a month off and my foot didn't come back. My neuropathy didn't come back. I didn't need to use my cane anymore. It didn't come back. It stayed. I, you know, now my this next cycle is going on to I'm excited to see what the potential is further in doing this in these intermittent cycles, uh, uh, just like Western medicine has done. I, I think that they have mimicked everything in Western medicine after marijuana that you cannot make, you cannot tell me and make me believe that the United States government, especially who took all these uh, forward thinking Nazis uh, <laughs> over here and all their scientific research that they did on human testing and all this and the associations that they had with psychedelics and uh, marijuana being number one, uh, you know, to these guys out here that uh, um, are fighting against this, why? What's the point? It's all proof. It's proof that this is real. It's proof that this has to happen. And this is um, the the fight that we have. The people against uh, you know the men. <laughs> it, it, it's so cliche and ridiculous, um, but ultimately, cannabis will prove to be the thing that saves football. I've been saying it for five years. There has been lots of things I've been wrong about in my life. I have not been oh, wrong. No, no. I've not been wrong know. once <laughs> in this whole conversation with cannabis. Again, I don't have a degree from San Diego State. I was an art major. Spoke at Harvard <laughs> twice. Uh, I, I, I get, I've been on every talk show, the doctors yeah. and all these people. I've had Bennett Omalu himself tell do, me, keep smoking it. Keep do, smoking do it. Do they I argue with you? you, Kyle. I mean, when, uh, like, I mean, I, mean, I uh, you know, I mean, we talk in like, I kind of, you know, I, obviously I, I see the conversation happening with the NFL. I just wonder when you go in and you wrap with, uh, you know, con conventional doctors, I mean, what's the, what's the argument against it? Or do they just kind of like, just kind of shrug their shoulders and they're like, well, you know, it's not legal based on the federal government. And if the federal government would, do they just go back to that? Or is it something where like, you know, none of this has been proven or, you know, we don't know. I mean, like, what's the, like kind of, what's the crux? Like what's the, what's the doorstop that they throw at you? Or do they just not, they just fucking, Hey, you're right. Ignorance, ignorance, pure ignorance and, and intentional, intentional. I, so I don't know if you call it ignorance because uh, you're, 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 you know, um, you know, the, the science world understands that there's a cannabinoid system. They, 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 there's people in the science community that do understand this. They do know this. You can't, you can't believe that the United States government doesn't know about the cannabinoid system. Um, I, I believe they've put probably enough funding towards dissecting the human body to know everything about it, how to improve it. And I can promise you that over the history of our country that, and the things I've mentioned prior to that, uh, you know, about uh, Operation uh, White Paper there, uh, we, we've been advancing a lot of things in this country for a long time. And the knowledge of the cannabinoid system is there, that they continue to suppress that and not allow us as a public to understand the number one regulatory system in our body. Number one. 
not you know one of many you know it's associated with this that no the number one regulatory system in the human body I, you get I, I i i would just it's just crazy to think that i'm gonna be we're gonna be five more years down the road i'm still gonna be able to <laughs> do all the things i'm doing and more of my friends are going to die. More of my friends are going to get ALS. More of my friends are, you know, uh, families are going to be broke up, you know, um, uh, just all, all these things because, because we, we're afraid. We're afraid of, we're afraid. That's, that's the excuse. We need to know more. We, we need more research. Why do you need more research? There's been a single one thing that has, been patented as a neuroprotectant on this planet, cannabis. There has been a single one thing that has no attributable death rate to it, cannabis. In the history of the world, not one person has died using cannabis. Hey, one of my smoke buddies. it all day. You could take all the Rick Simpson oil you want. You can. You could. Not one death. One of my buddies you is have, a fireman. You have attributable oh, death fuck. rates. Uh, to every pharmaceutical out there, disease rates, they say it on the TV screen, fatal bleeding this, uh, anal bleeding that. Uh, uh, these are all from their knowledge of these drugs that they only have to suffice a 20% accuracy, a 20%. That's all Big Pharma has to come up with. Big Pharma only has to uh benefit 20% of the people in their studies for their medicines and they get commercial airtime and they have they get to have their 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 run at doctors offices to promote their medicine to give to their patients to sell uh trips you know gifts and all these things um uh they, they, it's it's crazy I, I'm getting CBD, my product, taken off the shelves, like the, uh, in California of all places, because it says CBD, and we can only say hemp. Relabel the bottle, put it back on the shelf. They still come back, try to fight you, try to pull rank, try to do all these things to try and keep this from the people. Why? Because it's working, and big pharma's taking a huge hit. CBD alone put every anxiety drug right now out of business. Gone. Won't even exist. If everybody could understand it and, and source a, a proper CBD product, just a CBD isolate alone, uh, and take it daily, you'd never have to take anxiety medications again in your life. Dude, uh, you know, just, just with like the NFL stuff, man, I think like if there's – Something that they can give people. I mean, um, you know, and this was just observational. And, you, you know, I've, uh, you've heard me say it that uh, just observationally, the guys that I saw that took the most amount of painkillers are the guys that I've seen have the most amount of problems post career. And I always thought that, like, you know, is it, uh, you know, did one drive the other or was one kind of the, you know, almost like the the whitewashing of a bigger problem? Um the thing I can't figure out is if there is something that protects or could in some way help and, uh, you know, restore or just 
fucking make people more aware of what's happening. Uh, because dude, as you know, man, like, uh, just popping dudes with a bunch of painkillers, dude, isn't really going to help anybody in the long run. It's just like putting fucking tape over your check engine light. So, I mean, like I always thought like, you know, like what are the type of things that I'm doing to restore? How am I going to fix this? How am I going to get over the hurdle? If all you're doing is just putting some fucking tape over my oil light, what happens when, you know, when I stop playing the game and I'm not being able to hand out all those painkillers when I can't show up on Sunday morning and get a tortle shot to get out of bed. I just always thought like, man, it's someday this game ends for everybody. So, uh, you know, have you put a process in place to be successful after and, you know, to go around and figure out how to deal with the stuff. I mean, you know, for you as the medical marijuana, uh, going out to California and dealing with cannabis and finding your strain in this. I mean, for me, geez, on just on my knee and some of my body was dealing with, you know, Dr. Bueller, you know, going up and seeing him at, um, you know, up in Caseville, Utah, um, up in Salt Lake was helpful. I mean, you know, figuring out like, Hey, as long, and you know, this dude, as long as you continue to start to keep training every day, the wheels, aren't going to fall off. It's the dudes who stop training when you see them and you're like, holy shit, the wheels fell the fuck off. And, uh, you know, anything that you can do and what's killer, man, is if you found that, Hey, I can continue to train and continue to live my life and do the things that make me feel and appear to be a healthy person, then shit, then we should back the cannabis. Cause if that's, what's helping you get there, you know, fuck it. It just seems like, um, you know, the, 10 years ago when you were fucking deep into this, uh, all these different pills, man, I remember thinking like, fuck dude, what does this look like 10 years later? Because I remember at the time thinking like, how is this sustainable? I mean, just seeing the fucking pharmacy they were giving you. And every time you go see them, they give you a new drug. And I'm like, man, how do they just keep giving you new shit? I used to promote these to people too. I, I, you know, I, I actually, uh, I, I promoted these. I actually lost one kid, man. Uh, and I, I, I feel bad because I tried to help him because I thought I was getting help from some of these meds, you know, because they, they kind of mask a lot of things that are going on and they really kind of cage it up. They don't resolve it. And, um, you know, that's the difference uh, with cannabis. It's a resolution. Um, it allows you to get your mind back. It allows you to have control of your mind again. And, you know, you guys like myself, we're alphas. This is this button. It's just ingrained in us. You have this tiger blood. It's there. I talked to a lot of these guys in the NFL about it. You just have to ignite that again. And it all starts up here. It all starts in your brain. You know, having that motivation and that will. Uh, again, you know what I was capable of, John. I know what you were capable of. These guys, you know, they kind of know because they've been with you a long damn time. But, but where we were, uh, it was jolly green giants walking the earth. We didn't, and we didn't need guns, you know, <laughs> we didn't uh, need guns. You no, know? Like, it, these are great matter. days for us. Yeah. You know, we're, it, it's, uh, uh, it's in the mind. It starts in the mind. And if you can, can take back your mind, you, you can wake up and do anything. The human body is amazing again. And then this pain factor issue of being able to resolve these serious you know, pain, injury, diseases that come from these injuries, you know, come from, I got, you know, varicose veins, like my mom that had five kids, like, <laughs> you know, from all the pounding on the ground, uh, the two a days and just the hot camps and, you know, just the stress we put on our bodies, you know, these were real physical things that took a toll. And, um, you know, some people need things to help them. Uh, and as it turns out, you know, marijuana, cannabis is not one of those things that is like the other. 
Uh, it is a very different thing because it is a part of you. It speaks directly to you. There's nothing on this planet that mimics what is inside of your body. This 2AG thing is very real. It's your cannabinoids that are inside of your body. And there's only one thing that mimics that, that speaks directly to that. And that is in this plant, ironically. Um, a lot of these other things are great, and they can resolve things. I'm hearing all these guys out here, DMT, I got to go get DMT. I need what's to go up with lick that? some toads. Hey, I need to lick toads. Hey, it's going to hey, resolve everything. KT, uh, what's up with the D, uh, DMT? I mean, I you know, I've, I've heard uh, you know clips on Joe Rogan, him fucking you know, ridiculous. Ta- talking about how wonderful it is. Huh. I Whatever. It's just another psychedelic fucking mind trip thing you know i've had buddies of mine that have done all this stuff that kyle you really need to do this you go yeah ayahuasca stuff peyote all this shit i'm just like no man i don't want to do any of that Uh, i don't i don't need to know that at some point in my life something really bad happened to me you know and i blocked it out possibly or something i don't know i'm i'm 43 losing my fucking mind every day because i played football i could care less you know i i want to be able to wake up and have my brain motivated get a cup of coffee in go hit the fucking gym go take my kid to little league baseball not lose it on somebody and <laughs> you know hang out with my old lady and eat some good food you know and get laid every now and then yeah because <laughs> i'm a dad and that's my life you know i don't have time i don't have the energy to go take some five-day fucking sabbatical to go you know get in a teepee somewhere and do some trippy shit i really don't that's not a resolution. I would like to see uh, one of these people out here, Joe Rogan, just say him for one. Joe Rogan, the number one guy, is out here telling everybody to go lick toads and fucking do DMT and shit, uh, which has death rates attached to it, which has bad trip, real bad fucking trips, putting people in the hospital attached to it. So does weed. You eat too much. Take weed away. Take weed away. Take Take marijuana away from Joe Rogan. Let's see what happens. Did DMT do its job? I doubt it. There's a reason why he smokes weed every day. Uh, I got a buddy who's a fireman out in L.A., and he said that um, uh, they get probably like two to three calls a day from uh, people that have either eaten something or gotten so high that they think they're dying, and they call the fire department, and they're like, I'm dying. And they're like, okay, why are you dying? And they're like, oh, I ate something or I smoked something, and I'm so high, I'm yeah. going to die. And they're like, uh, we're going to send people out. You're yeah. not going to die. And he's like, yeah. uh, we go out two or three times a day for people that have gone overboard and think they're going <laughs> to die. And I'm like, has anybody died? He's like, no, nobody's died, but they think they're going to die. And he's yeah. like, uh, you know, like, I, I just don't know why I'm calling the fire department. He just he was pretty funny about it. He's like, nobody's died yet, but... <laughs> He's like, yeah. Yeah, people think they're going to die all the time, and they fucking hysterically call 911, and then when they sober up, yeah. they feel like a bunch of assholes. Well, you feel like it. You feel like I can't breathe. Uh, you know, you feel like you can't breathe. That's that one audio that you, that clip that you get, that one that was made famous there before social media even it blew up. Was that guy calling in, if you remember it, you know, like 10 years ago, calling in, he's watching like, hey, do you, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, you know? And then he's like, hey, do you know what the score is on the Penguins game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's what? you know that that's the thing like like there's all this stuff out there you can get as high as you want on anything go ahead you want a mind trip go ahead at the end of the day I'm about science I'm about understanding how my body works best I don't like to drink I don't want to do a bunch of 
psychedelic shit. I, again, I want to be a dad. I want to get up and work out. I want to, you know, be motivated with life. I, <laughs> that I want to play my music. I, I don't need to resolve my past. You know, I accept my past. I want to learn from my past. I want to grow with my past for sure. All the things that we had to go through to accomplish what we did, the damage that was done. You know, I don't regret one bit of it. I, I don't, uh, I do it all over again. Uh, even to come back to where I am today, you know, even if I couldn't go back with what I had and have to do all that shit over again the same way, I do it in the same fucking way because there ain't no dream that's like playing the NFL. There's no dream out there i've searched for it lengths of the earth uh it, it is not there and um uh you know i i just need to be able to wake up and give back to my son and to my daughter and and live uh you know so the whole dmt thing the, the toad thing all that stuff man you know i, I really hope people you know just just, just, just try to understand marijuana first, okay? Understand cannabis first. It, it is unbelievably beneficial to you to do so, um, and and there's something in it for you that will resolve certain things in your life that are so uh, from minimal to extreme that you don't even know uh, and how it can help you. Uh, if you use it daily, that all that other stuff's quick fix, you know, uh, you know, shaman type shit, man. And, um, you know, when the kids are out of the house, maybe, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what, I don't know. What, what do you think it's going to take to get, uh, um, like, um, like for for cannabis to get into the NFL. I mean, I know they they have the you know the one test, but like they also have like well, you know you know like yeah. is, is there going to be something? I mean, are they going to have to loosen up the regular uh, like the the federal regulations? I'm just wondering like because the owners aren't uh, yeah the owners aren't stupid. They realize that like you know the prescription route that's going is killing the fucking players faster than what they could ever imagine. And here's an alternative that you know potentially doesn't have a downside. So I'm wondering they what are, it takes. and uh, I've had that conversation with uh, the chief medical officer of the NFL, uh, Dr. Alan Sills. He's the um, uh, uh, director of neurology at Vanderbilt University in um, Nashville. And I had a, a almost a two-hour conversation with him where um, you know, I told him my story. Um, he just got hired on about a year ago. And um, it was interesting that they hired this guy. Um, he's around a circle of doctors that actually, um, dealt with my case. And so he knew all of my seeing physicians. And, um, at the end of the conversation of me talking to him and telling him all the things that I've exposed in this, um, you know, they, that was a, over a year ago. And he said that they were forming the committee that they finally came out with and, um, and told everybody made that press release saying that they're going to support research. Uh, they have created their, uh, uh, an alternative research committee uh, to look at all things, but you know, cannabis is the thing that they want to know about, and um, uh, it's going to happen. Uh, I'm really pushing for it personally. Uh, I'm really holding their feet to the fire on this. Um, you know, the education is there, the science is there. It, it, it shouldn't have to be about you know my story or these semantic conversations. Uh, uh, it, it should be about the 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 truth. And the truth is that every player in that locker room, every member of that front office, to the owner, has a cannabinoid system, and we must 
acknowledge this. Uh, football players, I don't understand what DeMarie Smith is doing and why they haven't uncovered this to know so that the union could stand strong on a ground of saying, this is fact, the cannabinoid system is real, and uh, we need to stop testing for marijuana in the NFL, and we need to uh, allow players full opportunity at uh, what is available in medical marijuana, as uh, you know, the statistics would say just alone that that it deserves that opportunity. Uh, they hide behind the whole thing of the Schedule One uh, drug substance uh, still, and uh, the federal government's bind on this. But now you have CBD, so I see CBD coming in first. Um, and, um, that's, that's the, that's the main thing anyway. CBD is the, the foot in the door, uh, that will bring THC barreling through because you cannot stop the, the conversation of the entourage effect, um, in cannabis, which is the inclusion of THC, uh, to any other cannabis component that supercharges the ability it has and effectiveness that it has. Um, and so CBD alone has the power to, you know, resolve anxiety issues, stress issues, inflammation issues like the NFL's never seen. And um, I think that's, you know, going to be the case. A lot of guys have already been using it this last year, the last, uh, especially this last season. I, I reached out to almost every uh, guy that I could that uh, came up with a real bad concussion story that I heard about reached out to them online on uh, direct message on Instagram. Every one of them replied, yes, I'm using CBD. And uh, I, I think that's been the catalyst for their recovery. You know, uh, a lot of these guys that have had these serious concussions now are seeing its benefit. It's a matter of time before they just are just, it's not worth it for them to even have this conversation. But at, at the minimal, uh, you know, every sport league should be, at the same level as the Olympics, you know, the Olympics has a standard of, of 150 nanograms of THC, uh, on their test. Ricky Williams tested positive at 19 nanograms. So we have to find a balance here in that, you know, why is that, um, for one, uh, and that's because the rest of the world acknowledges the cannabinoid system and athletes know and trainers and doctors know that athletes need to use this and they are using it around the world for these anti-inflammatory powers and pain powers, keep them off of opiates. Uh, we're just the unfortunate culture that has been the guinea pig, uh, you know, of big pharma. On the ayahuasca, I remember a quote from <laughs> Parsley. He's like, man, I, I teach my kid that there's no out there out there. Just be be present. What do you mean? There's no goals. out there, out there. That's that's just uh, it popped in my head with one of his old quotes from old podcast. Uh, you know what, man? Like I, uh, I think everybody's searching for like some way to either like numb it or like kind of change the paradigm. Uh, you know, we have uh, you know alcohol. You can fucking you know. I mean, just the amount of people that go and abuse alcohol on a daily basis across the United States. Uh, I venture to say is probably in the millions. Uh, you know, tens of millions, if not more, uh, on a daily basis. And, you know, you think about everything that's going there. I mean, we, we did the same thing. I mean, Kyle, you remember the time when we said they probably outlawed it now, but when we got on a plane, uh, you, got your, you got your lunch, they gave you two beers, 
and uh, we'd get on and then, you know, the doctor would come by and he'd, you know, hey, you know, give you a little box or pills or whatever, painkillers. And dudes would be like, I'll trade you two yeah. beers for those. And so we would have this little trade and I'll be like, I'll take, I got four beers. Uh, give me two of your beers. And so we would yeah. trade beers for the pills because I was like, I don't want that shit. But I mean, there were guys that were over there fucking trying to get as many as those things can. I remember seeing guys just chewing eight and 10 of them at a time and thinking like, fuck man like that's not sustainable like that like the sustainability factor of like hey man we got you know 17 week season we got three four weeks of uh uh you know training camp leading up to that you know five weeks and then we got postseason i mean you're looking at like 26 27 weeks of work and it's like dude you're in week two chewing those things like fucking breath mints and it just never seems sustainable to me but um i don't know man i think people are looking for some way to augment reality whether it's you know the dmt or all the other ayahuasca nonsense which it seems like if you're in austin and you're some ceo you're doing some ayahuasca trip to figure out new ways to do shit but at the end of the day fuck man like um i don't know dude it just seems uh it just seems kind of crazy to me but i mean i i I'll tell you this, Kyle, and I think you you are in the same boat I am, that um, the present trajectory the NFL's headed is one of football not existing. And the reason being is, dude, they're going to go themselves bankrupt, I mean, with uh, the amount of head injuries and the problems and all the other shit that's going on. And they just, they need something. I mean, they, they either going to fucking take away hitting and put on flags or they got to fucking find a, find a way. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see here, but... That, that, that the reality is, is that the NFL is said to be a $300 billion industry by 2022 or something like that. Uh, at the negotiation of this next collective bargaining agreement, the NFL is said to be worth like $300 uh, billion dollars um, or be a $300 billion industry, not worth $300 billion. They're worth way more than that. Um, but to be a, a $300 billion industry, uh, if the current collective bargaining agreement um, holds or carries over, uh, it said that uh, the players would only be receiving a uh, uh, billion dollars of that 300 um, Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's less than 1%. It's like point, point zero three percent yeah. So you, you have this negotiation coming up um, that's going to take place on this new CBA, and that's going to dictate everything. And I think that, again, there's so many players that are invested in this, um, active players now that are investing their money in cannabis companies that are legal um, to upper management. You, 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 these guys are business guys. And uh, when you have uh, guys like John Boehner uh, leave the – you know, office of speaker of the house to become the head of canopy growth, uh, acreage holdings, number one cannabis company in the world on all sides, CBD and THC. Um, you know, money is going to drive everything. Uh, the advertising dollars are there. Um, the science is there. The law is more and more on our side every day. Uh, so the conversation of marijuana is just going to change rapidly as it has continued. Um, football will benefit, as I've been saying for the last five years and haven't been wrong, by eliminating the death rate in youth football. Because that's what can happen with just CBD alone. It's why I've exposed this. It's why I continue to associate this to youth football, create a THC-free product. CBD, cannabinoids alone have the ability to, uh, or cannabidiol, 
called CBD. It has the ability to stop the death rate in youth football. Uh, these kids don't need to die. There's 10 to 20 every year that do. And that's what scarred the game. The game at the youth level is taking the hit. Um, otherwise, it's become a very popular sport, more popular than ever. There are now four games over in Europe now um, during the season. Uh, tackle football is being played around the world. Uh, everywhere on Instagram because I do my coaching stuff. I see new camps, new programs popping up all over the place. Uh, Spain, Brazil, they want me to come coach their camp. They do a camp there, do a camp in Italy, uh, come over to the UK. I, I mean, football has become worldwide. And, uh, and I'm excited about it because it's bigger than ever. It's going to continue to be so. Uh, they have all the money in the world to settle these lawsuits and all the lawyers in the world, furthermore, to postpone them and delay them as long as possible so that they can make the interest on the money that's sitting in these accounts pay for these cases as they come. You know, they got the whole system rigged. They know what it is. Um, but the money's there. Uh, the game is popular. Uh, it, it will continue to be as it is you know, the greatest team sport that uh, is out there. I, I mean, you sit and watch some of these these sports. Uh, you can't wait for football season. There's no excitement in the world like football season. You know, that's what's What about baseball? No, third week of July, man. We always went to <laughs> training hey, camp. Baseball, we got 180 more games to go after opening day. <laughs> I mean, uh, we, we always went to training camp the third week of July and I like, yeah. and, you know, and the uh, 4th of July was always like the big fucking end of like, you know, pre training camp bash. So like I see 4th of July coming up and I'm like, Holy shit, football's getting ready to begin. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's crazy, man. Like, um, it, it really is America's pastime and they've done a ton of, you know, marketing and work and spent, you know, tens of millions of dollars weaving it into the fabric of American, you know, life where people think like, you know, they count their fucking days based on how, you know, how far football season is. So, I mean, it's definitely yeah. out there. It just, it's, um, it's a, you know, interesting thing that like the, uh, I guess like the, the littering of bodies in like the wake of pro football is just always so astounding. And like, you know, there's yeah. more than a plenty of money and like, you know, it, like this whole concussion thing would never even have come to the table if they had just offered us lifetime medical benefits, but they were cheap and they gave us only five years lifetime med or five years post uh, playing medical benefits. Like every other pro sport has got lifetime medical benefits. You play one game in major league baseball, medical for life. So in pro football, after four years, you're vested, you get five years after retirement. And uh, what happened was all of a sudden, five years out, you know, these guys medical is going away and then they're having these huge problems come up. And instead of the NFL being like, you know what, we got you. We'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. Lifetime medical. Uh, all of a sudden, that's when this stuff with the uh, the brain and the concussions, all those lawsuits started because the NFL was too cheap on the on the front end, and they they, they cut their fucking nose off despite you know where they uh, yeah cut their nose off despite their face. They should have just been like, "Don't worry, lifetime medical benefits. We'll take care of you guys. You guys are good." And uh, none of this would have ever come to light. But yeah, it's because they they're so fucking cheap, man. I mean, I, I don't know why yeah. they're so cheap on that shit. Yeah, I don't know. You know, we'll see what happens. You know, it's uh. Uh, but again, they're going to benefit from marijuana and they know it now, you know, this is that, that I'm having this conversation about this and, and continuing to prove this, uh, through the life I'm living, all these other guys are doing the same. I mean, everybody, you would think at this point in time, you'd have one case of an athlete who has given up, uh, 
you know, from the guys that have given up playing in the NFL now and gone into just weed all together, like this kid from Dallas, uh, uh, to Ricky Williams and myself, you'd think that, and all the basketball players and MMA fighters and everybody else talking about this, you'd think you'd have one story of a guy out there, you know, like, uh, like a Ken Caminiti, you know, he did too much cocaine. That's what they said and why he died, you know? Uh, no, you don't have that. Everybody's living great lives. You, everybody's surviving this, these fucking diseases. Everybody is, is getting off of pills. Everybody is, is making money in this industry. Everybody's helping their neighbors and their families and they're speaking and they're, and they're out there, uh, you know, like nothing else. They're, you, you're seeing a pendulum shift in, in athletes having a life after sports, uh, athletes having a life in sports, uh, in that they are able to deal with all these pressures of the game so much better now with CBD, um, you know, understanding THC in the off season to now use this as a real medicine. I mean, again, if I could go back and use this the way I'm using this now, oh my goodness. I mean, recovery from surgeries and injury, you know, I mean, that stuff's just going to continue. You haven't had one case of somebody dying from marijuana uh, and or something that the media can pin on is like, see people, you know, look at Ricky Williams out here. Look at Kyle Turley out here. Look at Evan Britt. Look at this guy. Look at that guy. Look at this guy. Look at that. Name, 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 name. Wait a minute. All these guys are doing awesome. What's going on? Yeah. And similarly, like, you know, there's not, there's no, there's no pro athlete, you know, high performing athlete who are taking on all this abuse going, man, you know, what really helped yeah. me out is all those pills, you know, like no one's out there. A pill. There's no fucking pill advocates. Um, no, you know what, man? Yeah. Like, uh, like I, I, I was kind of like, I like, out there. dude, I, I was thinking about like the last time I actually took painkillers. Um, I just remember like the, uh, the, like the sickness in my stomach and like every time I took any painkiller or they give you anything, like there was just like a, a weird synthetic, uh, like sickness and like, you kind of get this like kind of clammy feeling and like a lot of dudes like, Oh fuck man. Like I love that. I'm like, it just, for me, I'm like, uh, I would rather just suffer a little bit than fucking have to feel like I'm going to throw up from taking this shit. What about, Oh, there is, uh, advocates. Okay. Uh, but they're dead. What about Arnold Palmer? Sure. He was old, but what the fuck did Zarelto do to him? And you don't see, uh, the other two guys out there, What's Zarelto? around doing commercials about Zarelto anymore. What's Zarelto? Which, which one was that? But the, what was it? Arnold Palmer, the golfer, who was going around, had those Zarelto commercials with uh, and the other basketball player had uh, some, they were doing it together, uh, trying to say that this, you know, Zarelto thing is uh, helping them, you know? Um, these are, and then Arnold Palmer like dies shortly after those commercials. There, what, what did Zarelto do? Tex, pull it up. Zarelto, the drug Arnold Palmer promoted, led to his death. This is just <laughs> an article, go. but we got his commercials from 2015. You can uh, look him up. What does Zarelto do? Is it an opioid? Killed Arnold Palmer. I know. <laughs> Other than well, death, we've we? got over 10,000 federal and state lawsuits. <laughs> Blood thinning a bit drug causes so, gastrointestinal and internal bleeding. Ah, okay. 
So Arnold Palmer, who you know was made famous by the uh, iced tea and lemonade. Hmm. Oh, the Arnold Palmer? Yeah, that's known as the Arnold Palmer. He was a golfer too, right? Yeah. Zarelto, fuck that shit. Uh, but it's him and Kevin Nealon in this commercial. So it's got Kevin Nealon? Yeah. yeah, Kevin Nealon. Yeah. Who's that? And then there's some the other comedian. Weekend update, SNL. Oh, and he happy, died too? Happy, no, he's still alive. Happy Gilmore? Oh. Doing the bull dance? Oh, feeling the feel, flow? Feeling the flow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so hey, that, Kyle. That, there, that's, there you go. <laughs> so where do, where, where do people go to learn more about NeuroXPF? I mean, follow you on social or head to the website? Yeah, go to neuroxpf.com, N-E-U-R-O-X-P-F, Extreme Performance Fuel. Um, go to that. Go to neuroxpf.com. We've got, uh, you know, as much information as we can provide on the website. You know, the federal government doesn't allow us to put up all our testimonials. Wish we could. Um, uh, but we have a discount a code, too, right? Don't, uh, yes. yeah, Power Athlete. I think we have a discount code for, uh, neuro, yeah. Uh, yeah, for neuro, uh, neuroxpf. I think you guys still have a, a yeah, we've we got a, a discount code for Power Athlete. Um, um, you know, uh, go online. We've got a lot of links to all these different studies that are out there. That's the one thing we can do. So if you have a condition, we have a page on our website where uh, can take you to a direct link to um, the National Institute of Health's website, uh, to a number of platforms that are scientific platforms that speak about studies. You can read about conditions directly, et cetera. That's what we can do. Um, outside of that, we've got great information on our products, um, how to use them. Um, and, uh, we're getting better and better every you know day. I started this, uh, on my own, um, got, my family and friends involved, uh, and we're really trying to, you know, continue that process here, you know, and knowing the people that we're working with, uh, and keeping it consistent so that, um, you know, we have the consistent results. You know, too many people are out here in this industry and just, oh, I'm going to try CBD and it doesn't work. We likely didn't get a proper CBD supplement. There's unfortunately a big money game going on with this. And a lot of people out here uh, taking advantage of that um, because everybody wants this. Um, and so whether it's my product or Charlotte's Web or, you know, some of these others that are out there where you can vet where it's coming from, and the, the backgrounds of the people that started it and what is their purpose. And you'll know that you're getting a quality product that is real um and uh, take it every day you know we have it in a number of ways one way is better than another uh getting it in your system is the key um and keeping it in there consistently uh, where we will you know innovate products that i believe will you know help in the sports world uh, uh significantly um and um you know address it in every way you know uh, there's not one avenue towards using cannabis that uh, shouldn't be exposed in the right light and um that's what i tried to do beautiful man well thanks for taking the time to chat with us it's always great catching up with you man it's great to hear you're doing well always man always yeah it's uh always good to be on power athlete i, I should have used this as my backdrop right here there Oh, oh gee, dude, I, I, I got to like, as I'm sitting here, I'm like, I got a banner on my desk. I got to send you. Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ship you out a banner. So when next time you do this, you can just put the power right. athlete banner up in your garage. Write that down. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I got, I, got my, I got that up there. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. 
There we go. Beautiful, man. Dude, so so KT, what's next, man? Like, uh, you know, I mean, obviously you're you're doing a bunch of coaching. Like, dude, I've been, you know, looks like you're doing some kick-ass stuff with uh, with a bunch of, like, the kids in football. So are you going to continue to coach or, like, what are you going to do? Are you thinking about maybe going to a university or, or you nah. know, has anybody reached out to you to, you know, like Charles Bentley wants you to be his protege? <laughs> Yeah, no, man. Uh, you know, I, I, if I got offered a, a good enough gig in coaching, you know, a college team that, or something like that. Matsko ain't called you? Matsko. Hey, Kyle. Yeah. Hey, Kyle. Yeah. I, I'd consider a coaching gig, um, you know, for a season maybe or two. I don't know. Maybe I'd enjoy it enough. It's just I have no life, you know. I, I really enjoy being a dad. I, I enjoy being a husband uh, as much as possible. And, <laughs> you know, that's uh, – um, um, something that is not not there for coaches, you know. Unfortunately, that that profession. Dude, did you, you just know. have an anniversary? Uh, well, we, we no, our, uh, yeah, March. Yeah, we did like fifteen, yeah, sixteen. Dude, I, I remember. Uh, yeah, I remember. Like, uh, uh, I was thinking about it the other day. That like, shit, I was at your wedding, and uh, I was like, man, that doesn't seem that long ago. And then I think you posted something about your anniversary, and I was like, goddamn, that was like, yeah, that was fifteen years ago. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Long ago. <laughs> it was long ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, you know, I, I'm really enjoying the the coaching on the, you know, just doing my camps with these kids. You know, my, my, my thing with coaching also is just, it's a new demographic. It's a new, uh, uh, it's a new kind of kid out there, you know, um, the mentality and things like that are just, uh, you, you, you can't, it's very difficult to, to come from where we came from and implement that in today's game. If you, you know, in a team atmosphere, uh, in an individual atmosphere where you could get with these kids and really make a difference in a personal camp, you know, they've come to your camp, they want to hear from you, they want to learn from you. You know, sometimes at these, uh, you know, team levels of getting on a squad, you, you know, you just uh, don't get that same uh, response anymore from these kids. You know, they're just kind of real, really coddled out here. And, um, you know, there's no more two-a-days and all this and that. And, you know, you know, um, I like to set a schedule, you know, that, that I can work with in football. I'm going to continue to do that. I'm going to start my own training facility finally and get this uh, building I've been sitting on growing weed in forever. I, I need to just uh, make the transition. <laughs> and uh, Well, you sent uh, me the sketches the other day, man. The sketches look good. I, uh, I'm, I'm kind of excited yeah. to see it come to fruition. Oh, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to have a big screen in there uh, so that we can get all the power athlete feeds uh, live while we're in there training. And um, I've got some great ideas now from doing all my camps over the last few years here and involving that. You know, that's something that I really wanted to start a long time ago. You know, my the irony of, of where I am today, uh, um, you know, and where I was was that when I first got back you know, out of the game and went to Nashville, um, you know, before I jumped into music, uh, I went down to the D one facility there and, uh, you know, had a meeting with them and was going to have trench warfare become, uh, you know, a thing with D one. They've gone on to now have, uh, trench something, uh, <laughs> as it, as it turns out that they, they named their deal for their linemen. Um, now that they've become a big national group and, uh, they do a great job. Um, but, uh, that was going to be trench warfare and, uh, I was going to be at all the D one facilities around the country. And, uh, that next day, uh, is when, uh, uh, or maybe it was that night after that meeting, um, 
is when I passed out in public there in Nashville. I was out with Stacy, just passed out out of nowhere uh, and ended up in the hospital for three days after having a seizure and another, you know, vertigo episode. And, and uh, that then uh, put me on that path to those psych drugs and all those things that just turned me into a zombie, didn't give a fuck about nothing. And, you know, uh, having my life back is important. So I'm going to keep doing the things I'm doing and uh, try to stay consistent and real, man, just like y'all. And, and uh, uh, be here for the next podcast. Well, killer, man. Well, technically, you're on all the podcasts as our <laughs> premiere intro. You know, we use your uh, your intro music for our podcast. Yeah, Skull Shaker. Yeah, I know, yeah. man. I appreciate that. Dude, we, we love it, dude. Like, uh, it's funny. All, all the playlists I make for Spotify always has fucking like, <laughs> uh, like there's always a KT song. And like, as soon as I hear it, I'm like, ah, oh, it's just go time. Well, I mean, no, dude, I uh, to, to this day, man, like uh, I put like Fortune and Pain up there with Simple Man. Yeah, it's great. Dude, it's, it, well, I mean, awesome. but, but but also when I listen to it, like not only I know you, but I know the message behind it. And it's uh, it's such yeah. a personal message when I hear it. Uh, but fuck, man, like, yeah, that fortune and pain to this day. I had like people are like, how come it's always on the pain uh, podcast? I'm like, well, that's, I, that put that in simple man. I'll just about every fucking pod or every uh, <laughs> playlist as it should be. Uh, those two fucking songs. I got songs. some new stuff. I got a lot of new music coming out. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be recording a new record here soon. Oh, I'm badass. Starting play, I'm starting to play gigs again. I'm going to get out my first gig that I've, I haven't played a show in a lot in uh, probably a year or more. It's been maybe a year and a half since I played a show. Jeez. Um, but I got my first one coming up here, uh, at the Harley, uh, Davidson here in Southern California, uh, out in uh, Loma Linda. Uh, Quaid Harley Davidson on the 12th uh, of July and uh, I'll be doing uh, uh, doing my thing out there getting back at it no oh, killer dude yeah no uh, dude I, I know the music business is tough dude but uh, shit dude I thought that was the coolest shit like you know I mean I just think that that's such a hard life I don't know how you effectively like have a family and like live that life but it's pretty awesome to see yeah, well, you know, you, there's a way to do everything, and uh, I hope to be able to just uh, stay on top, keep doing it. Killer. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, amigo. And thank, thank you, you power guys. Man, I love you all. Appreciate you. Keep grinding out there, man, and showing the world. What's up? You know it, man. Uh, hit me up when you guys are west. Another episode of the Premier Podcast. Strength and conditioning. Hey. All right, Kyle, take care, man. Thanks, folks. Bye, Bye. guys. Right now. Thank you. Drop Drop on, drop on, drop on. Now it's time for you to empower your performance. Head over to neuroxpf.com to check out the research and products that Kyle referenced in this episode. And you can find him on Instagram as well under the handle at neuroxpf. Until next time, bye!